This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 137, baby. Oh, yeah. And we have a fantastic guest today. Um, it's one of the Expert Secrets series. So there are some Expert Secrets, but most importantly, you will listen to a wonderful story about life, in my opinion, and it will make you appreciate things that maybe you hadn't really thought of before. It certainly did for me, and I'm sure it probably will for you. Um, plus, there is some free stuff and a surprise, a big surprise at the end. So make sure you listen to me speaking again at the end. But here is the conversation with me and Halima from Blackboard English. Happy listening. So hello, Halima, and welcome to Rock and Roll English. Hello, thank you for having me. Thanks for coming. Um, Halima um, is from Blackboard English and we got in contact via Instagram and she is here to share some of her expert secrets. Have you got a few for us? Yes, I do. I do have some. <laughs> um, fantastic. First of all, Halima, tell us about, well, tell us something about you. So you're based in London, but you told me English is actually your second language. So tell us some background information about you? Okay, so um, I came to England when I was uh, nine years old. Um, mm -hmm. My family are um, refugees. Um, they came mm -hmm. to England. Um, and the main reason we came here was because of education, actually. Um, okay. We were, um, we're from uh, Somalia. Um, okay. We're mixed with Somalia, um, with Somalia and um, Arab, um, Oman. My dad is Omani and my mum is uh, Somalian. And um, we basically moved from Somalia because of um, there was a um, civil war there. And so we mm, went wow. to Saudi trying to mm -hmm. find education. But at the time, um, you needed um, documentation and like mm -hmm. ikhama, something called ikhama, that you had to have certain documentation in order to go um, and um, go studies there and um, do whatever you wanted even work so mm -hmm. so that's why we were trying to find um, better opportunities and so um, sure. we tried to go to London and they helped us a lot you know um, gave us a house and uh, we went to school for the first time so I've never even been educated until I came to um oh wow yeah to London yeah um so I I came here and uh, my first time was actually um I went into year four um and that's okay. when I started I've I've never written before I I never like um you know like went to school um I didn't know like wow, what it was incredible. like yeah. yeah so how was that I imagine it was quite a difficult time difficult experience it it was it was really really exciting um because it, it's something that I, I I never ever experienced before um you know leaving Somalia when I was two years old I didn't really mm -hmm. I didn't really have any experience there like I, I didn't have any memories in Somalia but I did in Saudi Arabia where okay. like things were like mostly like me staying at home um okay. and that's it. it like so i i didn't have the best memories in saudi um 
but I, so education was something new to me and so i i started to, to discover lots and lots of different things yeah um now this is really really actually interesting and such a nice story to hear because well, obviously i grew up in england it's something that we sort of take for granted when i was in year four for example i was thinking oh fuck another day <laughs> at school um so it's so like yeah. nice to hear like a nice story like this yeah it, it, like i i completely couldn't communicate with anybody um mm. when i arrived and, and there were a lot of um students that tried to help me and point out what things were called in english and <laughs> and how long did it take you to pick up the language so rock and roll vocabulary pick up the language to learn the language um so it took me about um a year to start mm -hmm. communicating so okay. remember like communicating is something that is the aim of why we're learning english so to be able Absolutely. to understand the other person and the other person to be able to understand you and so when i say one year i was able to you know hold a conversation speak to mm -hmm. um because i was i was um immersed in english everybody spoke in english sure and i actually remember like um just before we went to school my sister gathering us around and she said okay guys i'm gonna teach you a little bit of english <laughs> before you go to school today and i and i was excited to learn like my first word and she said okay <laughs> like you just have to understand that um no men say no and women say like females say now <laughs> what <laughs> so it was like the thing that she knew and she wanted to pass down this this knowledge to us yeah and so like we were super excited to learn like no meant you know like that men use no and women use now so we we're like okay like that's great so i went to school and uh, i remember um I had PE and um, I was in the changing rooms. All the girls were gathered around and they were like, do you, do you have your PE kit? And I was like, now. <laughs> uh, just so people know, PE kit for like physical education. So then you have to go and play games. So you need something else to wear. Yeah. So you obviously didn't have that. No, so I, I kept saying now. And I remember oh, okay. saying now to them because my sister had just taught us like how uh. to say no. And one of the girls, like just from memory, I remember her saying, I think she means <laughs> no. <laughs> so yeah, I came from like ver the, the very basic, um, yeah, so that's it. Um, and then uh, I just continued learning English. And so I know mm -hmm. the struggles um, that course, students yeah. have learning English and trying mm -hmm. to, you know, this like learn vocabulary, learn like to speak and, be understood so like whenever students like tell me their stories i can resonate yeah absolutely um yeah so tell us some sort of tricks that you have to help us to help us learn english i include myself even though i was born <laughs> in england my vocabulary is the vocabulary of a five-year-old as i always say <laughs> so give us some tips of what we can do okay so um the first thing that I want to tell students is that I didn't learn English um, through the grammar way. So I know some people okay. focus on like on grammar. I mm -hmm. learned English um, using vocabulary, like so focusing on vocabulary, just like native speakers. So I okay, know absolutely. how you learned English was just to be immersed in the language and also learn yeah. um, the, the words around you. So um as you grew up as a baby, 
like listening to your mum and so on. Nobody sat there and said, hey, listen to, um, I mean, uh, learn some grandma before. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I always say that as well. If I say to you, for example, yesterday I go shop, Mm -hmm. that's obviously not correct grammatically, but because of the words I use, the vocabulary, the meaning is still passed on. You still understand that. Yes, of course. And that's why I said Mm. um, to my, I always say to my students, um, if you're grammatically wrong, your communication is still like valid, like people can still understand you. But if your vocabulary is wrong, then that's Mm. like a whole different thing. So like if you want to go to a toilet and instead of toilet, I, I always say toilet, like, you know, this is this is actually like one of the new videos I'm creating words that I pronounce wrong sorry to go off track I say toilet because I always hear toilet and so I I say it like that and I know it's toilet (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah so like it's like if if I want to go to the toilet and um I use the wrong word and I say to the person I want to go to the bedroom or something like that The person's not going to understand what, I, uh, what I'm saying. Yeah. But if, or might be very offended if you say to them, I want to go to the bedroom with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so vocabulary yeah. is super important. And um, it's, it's I, in my opinion, it's much more important than um, focusing on grammar. I, th- sure, I feel like grammar just yeah. comes um, and it, you learn it and you don't really need to know the rules. I feel like the rules set you back. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Until because people try to concentrate on them too much. Yeah. yeah. With vocabulary, me learning Italian once, I remember saying to someone, um, your mum, I wanted to say your mum um, <laughs> looks happy, but I actually said your mum looks easy, which is oh, the same good. sort of meaning ah. in Italian, like easy to have sex with. But <laughs> that's not what I meant because I got the word wrong oh, because wow. they both begin with an F, um, felice and facile, <laughs> and I got it wrong. And yeah, so that's what you was exactly what you were saying. Yeah, exactly. And it didn't matter like to the person if your grandma was um, correct at that moment yeah, exactly, in time. Yeah. You offended their mother. So. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, they understood that my Italian wasn't very good, though. So oh, okay, um, okay, it, good, it wasn't good. so. But they actually laughed. It was actually a funny situation. Oh, I see. Luckily, okay, good for you. <laughs> didn't kill me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but before we spoke, you were telling me something very interesting about how you build up people's confidence for speaking. How do you do that exactly? Okay, so um, when I was learning English, um, I um, had a lot of problems with confidence because... Mm, I think this is the number one problem for language learners. It was the same for me in Italian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think um, we often confuse confidence with, I mean the ability to speak English with the, the, our intelligence as mm-hmm. a person. And so okay. that's something that I struggled with. I feel like I believed that because I didn't understand English, um, because I, when I did my exams, for example, um, say, like, I remember I was doing my textiles exam mm-hmm. in um, during um, school and I didn't understand the question so i studied but the question was difficult for me to understand and so i i believed that it was definitely my intelligence it wasn't like i didn't feel like it was my english i thought that it was because i was stupid so like so i understand when students feel that way because 
mm-hmm. you know, you want to get a job, but because your English is not great, people judge you for it um, sure. and you don't get that job. And so the insecurity comes in and that's when yep. you even like don't feel like speaking to English. I mean, speaking mm-hmm. English to anyone. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. 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 It happened to me many times. I went out sort of with Italian friends and I thought, I don't really want to talk in front of everyone. So I'll just stay here and be quiet and not say anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was uh, often my tactic. Yeah. What happens when you speak um, Italian and somebody says, oh, well, that's wrong, or they giggle mm. and try to correct you? Like, yeah, of course, confidence goes down. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And my philosophy, I know some people might find this a bit weird, but is be a fearless learner. Okay. And the aim of this is like to get students to understand that it's okay to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. You already have a language that you're already confident in and can speak and can speak really, really well, right? This is your mm-hmm. second language. And so um, my idea is that I I push my students to not be scared of making mistakes, actually to embrace making mistakes sure absolutely yeah and so like in my course i what i do is i focus on building their confidence throughout a one Mm -hmm. month period and also like learning english and um i actually launched it last year um my first time launching it and it was very successful because um students felt like i pushed them out of their uh, comfort zone and just give us one sort of technique of, that you use to um, build their confidence then. Like in this sort of month, I imagine you do many things. Yeah. Just give us sort of one thing that you so do. So one thing we do is we um, do challenges every week. So there's okay. um, levels of challenges where mm-hmm. um, the very basic is just recording your own voice and listening to it. And okay, to yeah. some people that was like crazy you know it was like i can't listen to my voice so it's like you know your level and then the second level is um going on like recording yourself on video and then posting Mm -hmm. it in the group and then the last level is going live and that was like the highest um most challenging level yeah no that is very challenging when i do that if i do a facebook live video even i shit myself a little (laughs) bit and you know i'm a native speaker yeah oh that's really nice actually it's a really good idea yeah so weekly they do weekly challenges challenging Mm -hmm. themselves to do more than the week before Sure. um and it was really great like um students like some students were like okay like i can only do the first level um and that was okay it was just to get you to the next level of confidence mm-hmm. like it does okay, it doesn't yeah. happen overnight so sure yeah wow very interesting um and i ask everyone on this show if they can share any resources with us have you got any that you can share with us yes so um f- like i have one that like like i have um a pdf that i've created i have two things okay so a pdf that helps you with your speaking um, mm-hmm. I created that and um, um, it has the best tips that I have for developing your speaking and your confidence. That's okay, that's number great. one. And number mm-hmm. two is TED Talks. TED Talks okay. because TED Talks has transcript. It has, um, sure. so I feel like that's the best place to go to practice your listening 
um, and vocabulary. So I always, if it's like one like place that students can use, it's that website. I think it's brilliant. Um, and it has subtitles in many, many different languages. They have sure. different topics uh, for students to listen to. And it's also mm -hmm. made for native speakers. I, th I guess yeah. it is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's great. I'll put links to all of this in the show notes. Um, but tell us where we can find out more about you. Um, I have a YouTube channel and Instagram mm -hmm. and a website. They're all called Blackboard English. So they okay, all have fantastic. the same name, yeah. I'll put, no, I'll put links, sorry, to all of that in the website and also to your courses, which sound very, very interesting. I especially like the fact that you focus on building up confidence because that's something that a lot of people forget about. And as we said, well, in my opinion, it's actually the most important thing. Yes, I believe so too. Yeah, fantastic. Well, thank you very much for your time. Thank you Halima. for having me. No problem at all. I hope to speak to you soon. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, so let's have a look at the main takeaways from that episode with Halima. Um, the first thing is that I feel extremely lucky that I attended school. I hadn't really thought about the fact before that some people don't get that opportunity. I know that sounds ridiculous because people know that not everyone um, goes to school and stuff like this. But having spoken to someone directly, it really made me think about that. Even listening to this podcast, you are listening to this podcast probably on your phone. Some people don't have that opportunity. Some people don't have phones, don't have access to the internet. So it really actually made me appreciate things that I hadn't really thought about before. I know that probably sounds terrible on my behalf, but I'm sorry, I hadn't thought about it before and this episode has made me think about that. So that's the main takeaway, but let's have a look at some of the English stuff. One thing that I was really interested in was that it took Halima one year, she said, before she could start communicating, having conversations. And remember, she went to England when she was nine. Everybody says, oh, children learn really fast. It's really easy for them. That's not the case. You think about that one year of going to school surrounded by English every day. That's like listening to podcasts for 10 hours a day. And it took one year. So that's the type of work and the amount of time that it takes people okay there is no easy way around it we have to put in the hours um, another really interesting thing i thought was that she said she didn't learn english through grammar she focused on vocabulary because without vocabulary you have nothing people i am actually in the process of building a course about vocabulary for that exact reason and as she said if you make a mistake in grammar people will understand don't worry if you make a mistake with vocab, it's a little bit more difficult. Um, so go to rockandrollenglish.com episode 137 for all of the links of all of the things that she mentioned, the free PDF, and also go to the website for the surprise. What is the surprise? I'm obviously going to tell you now. Um, Halima has a course, as she mentioned, and I want to tell you a little bit about it. I was a little bit hesitant about doing this, about helping someone promote a course. I haven't done this before in Rock and Roll English. I wouldn't do this for anyone. But the reason I'm happy to do it is because I've been so impressed with Halima and I really think that she can help you. 
I've had a few other conversations with Halima and I've seen she is a very well prepared and serious person. She's taught me a few things about managing a business online because I can see that she studies these things. She takes a lot of care in what she does and I can see that she has put the same work into her course. Um, the course will help you speak with more confidence in English exactly as she said in the show. So if you're one of those people that has a bit of difficulty and is a bit shy when speaking another language, the course is for you. There are lessons, assignments and lots more. So go to the website to have a look. But the most important thing, in my opinion, is that in the course, she doesn't leave you alone. It's not one of those courses where you pay and then you just watch a few videos and then goodbye. You will have a qualified and prepared teacher following you, giving you feedback and giving you encouragement. So I recommend to go and check out the course. And if you decide to buy the course, if you insert the code ROCK, you will get 10% off the price and a free 30-minute private lesson with me one-on-one. -on -one. I don't know if that's a good thing. Maybe you don't want that, but you will get it free. So if you do want it, great. If you don't, just tell me. I won't be offended. There's also a 100% money back guarantee. So if you buy it and you don't like it, don't worry. Just relax. You will get your money back. So there's no risk involved. There's certainly no risk involved in just going and having a look. So if you go to rockandrollenglish.com episode 137, all of the links are there. So go there, have a look. But you must do it before Sunday as that's when the enrolment for the course finishes. So go there, have a look. And as Halima said, be a fearless learner. And most importantly, just keep on rocking. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.